It's no secret that our reporter, Caroline Jasinski, is an enthusiastic traveller. She was recently on board Cunard's Queen Elizabeth between Tokyo and Alaska as an enrichment speaker. And she reports the Cunard culinary experience and the service levels were second to none. But arriving in Vancouver and invited by that city to try a range of culinary experiences, she found herself at the Tea House in the city's gigantic Stanley Park. Carolyn reckons the tea house raised the culinary bar, serving some old world classics. She spoke to the head server, the head waiter, and to the restaurant's assistant general manager as she watched a five hour sunset across the water. Well, you might hear a bit of background noise uh, in this conversation that I'm having with Carolyn Jasinski, and it's because she's in an airport. She's actually at Vancouver Airport, about to return home to Adelaide. And uh, she's been away on quite an interesting trip, but we're not going to talk about all of it because she's had just one fantastic experience after another. So the one we want to focus on, uh, Carolyn, welcome back to the show. Thank you very much. Uh, Now, you want to talk to me about Stanley Park, Vancouver. Uh, I know it well. I've been there a couple of times. It's huge. It's right right sort of next to the city, isn't it? Oh, it's beautiful. It's within walking distance, or you can catch uh, shuttle buses, um, all sorts of ways to get there. There's a a magnificent seawall that they've built, and you can walk for an hour and a half to two hours along this beautiful coastal seawall and watch the five-hour sunset that Vancouver is treated to most nights when it's not raining. In summer. (laughs) Yes, in summer. In summer yep. Yeah, I didn't, actually, I didn't see the five-hour sunset, not that I recall, but I, I just think Vancouver is one of those magnificent cities that Aussies ought to visit because um, it's different. It's, uh, it's also regarded as the gay capital of Canada, so there's a lot of arty, crafty stuff to be found there, and it's quite a food scene, isn't it? Oh, the food scene is amazing. Yes, you're definitely right about the gay scene. It's it's wonderful. It's just full of so happy people. Oh, I can't believe how happy and helpful and welcoming they are. Tell me about Stanley Park. It seemed to be the lungs of the city to me. Um, it, it, there's a, it's it is a big just, city right there, isn't it? Yes, but it is just it's gorgeous. But I wanted to tell you about one particular place. So yeah. the one place that I got so excited about this one place that I had to interview a couple of the people that were there because it was honestly one of the best meals I have ever had. And that's anywhere. anywhere. Oh. And that's and I've had a lot of years to eat a lot of food. <laughs> but this was spectacular. It's called the Tea House and it's in Stanley Park and it it started off as a military base during World War Two and it's had a few different lives. It fell into disrepair for a while. But I was talking to John Ferry. Now he's the head a server they call them and he's just this amazing character so I interviewed him so I'll let him tell the story welcome John thank you thank you very much it's wonderful to be speaking with you um, yeah the tea house is a beautiful legacy restaurant Vancouver is changing and moving so fast and here we are in this little pocket in the middle of Stanley Park with the city only five minutes away but you wouldn't know it because we're in the middle of nowhere yeah. with all this nature and everything beside us and the beautiful five-hour sunsets we get every night and it's 
it's quite a legacy, but the, the building's been here since 1932 um, and was originally an officer's garrison. So the officers were apparently supposed to watch for enemy warcraft coming into English Bay in World War II, but I really think it was a place to more to privately drink and uh, carouse <laughs> around and run around. And then it was a, a private residence shortly after that, and my grandfather actually lived in the building, which was really something. And then the restaurant uh, reopened as a tea house, and it was a high English tea with the waitresses in floor-length wool tartan uh, skirts in the middle of summer. It must have been agonizing to work here. Um, and then the current owner, the restaurant closed in the 50s and nothing happened to the building for the next uh, 30 years. Wow. Um, and then the current owner in 1976 got the building and uh, pulled the forest back that was recapturing the building and uh, reopened. So things were growing up in the middle oh, of Oh, God, yeah. The trees were taking over. It was a scene out of, like, something out of Grey Gardens. <laughs> um, and they, uh, and then reopened in 1978. And then we've been the same owner in the same location for the last 50 years. So, so he still owns it? He still owns it. He's 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 not a hands-on owner, which is really something, but he'll call from his, his yacht uh, out in the middle of the ocean <laughs> going, I want the those awnings down at three o'clock and you know better and we know and we're like, oh, of course we know what to, what to do um but it's a uh, there's not very many restaurants that have been around in vancouver for 50 years maybe one or two um but we've had quite a legacy and, and, a, and we tasted one of those legacies well the tea house mushrooms that the have been on the mushrooms. menu since day one cream cheese dungeness crab baby shrimp and gourier cheese i mean how do you go wrong with that you don't uh, well it was yeah. so funny i told you that we had a, a a chef tried to take them off the menu because they weren't his in creation and we had the villagers with the pitchforks and flaming torches ready to burn the building to the ground. You'd think that it was, uh, uh, we had Frankenstein in the building. So it was quite something. That's hilarious. So they, they were the starter, and then we had the beautiful sauteed prawns. Beautiful prawns, and you're about to have the rack of lamb and the salmon, and which the are salmon. a class. And then for dessert, you're going to have the chocolate Milano cake, which is the reason why I work here, which is a milk chocolate mousse, white chocolate mascarpone cream, laced with almond and a dark chocolate ganache coating, which is, this is what they paint me with in this restaurant so i'm the i'm the oldest waiter here and the oldest living waiter that's worked here for 20 years 20 so years i've worked here for 20 years that's so it's, fabulous. and i've been a waiter for 42 years and last year i won waiter of the year in the city which was quite a, a marvelous way oh, to, i'm sure there's a lot uh, of competition there was yeah it was really something and and they wouldn't tell us who was winning even though we were all at this photo shoot oh, well so, congratulations yeah i'm a lousy waiter i'm just lots of fun so uh, i think you're a pretty fabulous <laughs> thank waiter. you it tells a lovely story about the history of, of the building, though there's one story he doesn't tell on the interview. He mentioned that his grandfather used to live in the house at one stage, but what he didn't mention was that he used to go there as well with his grandma, and his grandmother one day got so drunk that John had to drive her home, which doesn't sound like such a bad thing, except he was only 12 years old. <laughs> I love it. And he got home and his parents said, you know, how was your day? And he said, it's the best day of my life. <laughs> and then I also spoke to VJ Intenberg, who's the Assistant General Manager, and he's a lovely character as well. VJ Intenberg, you're the Assistant General Manager here at the Tea House. Welcome. Wonderful. Lovely to have you as well. Oh, no, honest. I've sat through one of the most delicious dinners, and that's that's saying something because I've just come off the Queen Elizabeth, like I said, and the, the food on there was pretty spectacular. This is taking it up several notches. This is really, really special. Yeah, for I've sure. I've never thought that I would say 
that Brussels sprouts are now my favourite vegetable. <laughs> well, that you put them in a little bit of a creamy sauce and whatnot, and a little bit of a deep fried love and whatnot, so it enhances the flavour and the, you know the experience. We want to make sure that our our plates uh, you know match um, what we serve here and you know matches the view and our, our quality and our standards and our guest experience more so makes it memorable every single time. The longevity here, you know, originally starting in 1978 as the Tea House restaurant, yep. only serving teas didn't really last long, kind of wasn't paying the bills, if you will. Yeah. And the current owner, who still owns it today, decided to make an about face and introduce, you know, the French classics where we have the rack of lamb, um, consistently daily fresh, never frozen seafood, our salmon, our crab-crusted halibut. Um, and they're all caught locally, aren't they? All caught locally, all brought in fresh every day. Um, chef prepares it, handles it, cuts it to portions, to size. And I think that attention to the detail and the quality um, and a consistency basis yeah. over the, you know, the 40 years of the restaurant is really what makes us special and makes our guests come back. Yeah. Well, the Aussies will laugh because um, I'm going to say something that they'll, they'll giggle at. It's, that's a spectacular rack. Yeah. Lamb. Yeah. There was six bones in it. Yeah. And it was a lot of meat. Yeah. That was that was absolutely yeah. beautiful. For a rack of lamb to have a, a six bone rack of lamb and whatnot is just uh, really good. It's just uh, a, a really good portion, and and you know you you're not going to feel empty once you oh gosh that, no i don't think sure, i so. could fit anything else in except now you've brought dessert <laughs> well there you go milano cakes and creme brulees and whatnot too so again all prepared fresh you know it just adds to the experience again and, and to have quality from start to finish and they are the classics aren't they they are very they much are. so um you know it's just um making sure that we have that that high quality every single time for every single guest right. it's just something we really really pride ourselves on now you've been here for two years haven't you i have from alberta well, I, I I was in I was in actually corporate sales and just got burnt out of it and uh, decided to do about face and uh, got back into the restaurant industry at that time. Uh, this was just at kind of the start of COVID, so oh. I, I actually went to bartending school wow. and just wanted to be you know in a team environment or you know kind of working in that you know in a new field. And in Vancouver, there's so many restaurant and hospitality opportunities here, so I just thought I'd get in at the ground ground floor. I had no experience other than, you know, when I was 18, I worked in restaurants and whatnot, but kind of abandoned it. So uh, I came in to apply for the bartender position and um, I had a great interview with uh, Jenny Ryan, who's our director of HR. So did the restaurant stay open during COVID? No, they were closed uh, for that COVID period for about uh, 24 months, basically. So it was really tough. So... Um, you know, the, the Vancouver labor market uh, relies on a lot of our foreigners to, to fill the server roles, especially in restaurant and hospitality. So a lot of Aussies come here and work with us and whatnot. So um, to, it's a lot to like be closed. the system in, in Australia where we, we relied on backpackers, Yeah, especially in the rural areas. Yeah. Um, and things are getting back on track now, but there's still... Um, finding it hard to get good staff and staff that want to stay yes, in rural areas. Exactly. So we just recently, just in at the beginning of May here, um, opened full-time because oh. we had labor issues with trying to find a full kitchen staff and, and trying to have a full service staff as well. We introduced Saturday, Sunday brunch just last year, and mm-hmm. then we've just recently gone to, to seven days a week service. And it is packed. 
tonight? How many have you got in tonight? Yeah. Uh, tonight we have uh, a party of 60, plus we had uh, 59 diners, so we're about 120 tonight. Okay, is, and that's pretty regular, is, isn't it? It's it's steady. Usually we can have uh, about that, over 100 covers per night, but uh, two, 260 is our kind of sold out for the day. Wow. If we do 260, we are that's a sellout for us. Well, it sounds like you've had an absolutely sensational time there. Just to put it in context, you actually went there by boat. Yes, on a cruise ship. So we left, I was on on the Queen Elizabeth, was Cunard from uh, Tokyo, across the Pacific, and to Alaska, and then we ended up in Vancouver. Caroline Jasinski there, speaking with head waiter John Ferry and assistant GM VJ Intergen.